And then in her high school years, Janet's school team uh, piloted the self-determination instruction with her and other students in Planning 10. So Janet develops her self-directed life plan for an inclusive life after high school. And CBI supported her to reach her paid employment goal in high school, working with children. And that was with the support of CBI's customized employment program. So the really cool thing is she began working in the same childcare setting where she was first referred for challenging behavior. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us again on our podcast, Talk Ed, where we interview those in the field of FASD who can help us better support the students in our classrooms. Today, we are looking forward to having a conversation with Paul Millette, who works with CBI Consultants. CBI Consultants provides person-centered, inclusive practices such as training, transitioning, planning, and a variety of other areas um, such as self-determination, social inclusion, and positive behavior support programming. So there's quite a bit and we're looking forward to hearing all about it from Paul. So let's get to it. Thank you so much for joining us today, Paul. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Uh, Sure. Um, CBI Consultants is a BC-based consulting and training organization on inclusive practices across the lifespan. And uh, this is our 30th year supporting children, youth, and adults in home, school, community, and work environments. To date, we've supported probably more than 10,000 individuals with complex support needs worldwide. And our overarching inclusion framework is the lifestyle development process. And uh, we published the lifestyle development process, also known as the LDP, in the Journal of the Association for Persons with Severe Handicaps in 1992. And it was one of the first research articles to combine strength-based person-centered planning with evidence-based instructional practices. And uh, we have positive behavior support contracts with the Ministry for Children and Family Development and Community Living British Columbia. We have a customized employment contract called uh, Teenwork with the Government of Canada, and that's in partnership with Canisist at the University of Victoria. And recently, we have developed a self-determination instructional package for elementary and high school students. This has been piloted in roughly 55 schools in BC. So in addition to these district supports, uh, or sorry, in addition to these direct supports, we also have Uh, comprehensive training for schools, agencies, and parents on positive behavior support, social inclusion, and customized employment. Wow, that sounds wonderful. Uh, So many different opportunities for the community to access uh, these supports that uh, CBI provides. Thanks for sharing all those. Um, uh, So can you share a little bit about why is it important for teachers to know about CBI? And uh, you had mentioned the the self-determination curriculum and then also teen work. Can you kind of explain how that all kind of fits in with why teachers should know about uh, CBI? Uh, Sure. So in uh, 2020, we're expanding our training and technical assistance capabilities for teachers and our school partners throughout BC. 
And in addition to the self-determination projects and customized employment, we have several other really exciting pilot projects that we're pursuing with multiple ministries, school districts and community agencies, highlighting evidence-based practice from preschool to an inclusive life after high school. And uh, what's also really exciting is that we've hired uh, Deborah Cmac as CBI's education adv advisor and a liaison with our school partners. Uh, Deborah recently retired from the Burnaby School District where she was director of learning support. And uh, Deborah and I have known each other for more than 30 years. Mm. And uh, during these 30 years, we've maintained a training partnership with Burnaby School District in the areas of positive behavior support, self-determination instruction, customized employment and uh, social inclusion. So in January, 2020, Deborah will be connecting with all the directors of learning support and the British Columbia Council Administrators of Special Ed. And Deb and CBI will be asking about the priority training and support needs of each district. So our goal is to continue to be a strategic training and technical assistance partners uh, with schools and districts throughout BC. So how we've done that, we're following the three-tiered response to intervention logic model, and we've been piloting a number of exciting positive behavior support training initiatives, school-wide social inclusion, social inclusion models, and universal self-determination instruction. And currently, Deborah and our self-determination team are working on revisions to the self-determination instruction for schools and aligning it with BC's new curriculum and core competencies. So the targeted completion for the aligned self-determination curriculum is around spring 2020. Okay. And we've also invested in a digital training and recording studio and a really user-friendly learning management system so that we can provide online training and technical assistance to school partners anywhere in the province. So we're really looking forward to 2020 and working with our school partners to advance evidence-based inclusive practices. So Paul, if I was a high school resource teacher and I had a student that I thought would benefit from some of that additional training that you have mentioned, is it typical for me as that resource teacher to access CBI if I'm not part of one of those pilots? And if so, what is the best way to access CBI? Definitely. Um, the best way to access CBI would be to go onto our webpage, www.cbiconsultants.com, and you'll see there uh, the whole uh, link to the self-determination instruction, and that'll walk teachers through what the self-determination instruction looks like, how to get in touch with our team, and that will probably link them directly to Deb CMAC, and then we can start talking about how to bring that instruction to the, the specific classroom or the entire district. Okay. And is that uh, self-determination curriculum, uh, that project, is that geared towards individual students or class-wide? Class-wide. Okay, nice. Awesome. And is it geared towards class-wide of your neurotypical classroom or uh, class-wide for like resource classrooms? Both. Fantastic. Both. So, awesome. Yeah. And so, then, 
Sorry, go. Yeah, when we first piloted it was um, we did it both with uh, neurotypical students and students with a whole range of other uh, disabilities. And it was really developed as a <coughs> uh, could be delivered as a planning 10. Okay. So, yeah. It, yeah. so it was delivered uh, to a broad range of, of students and in our next iteration, it will also be designed uh, pretty well as a universal um, career planning uh, curriculum. Okay. And just really briefly, why is why did you decide to focus in on self-determination? So w- to you, why is it so important to have a whole curriculum based around that self-determination? Well, when we look at different designations and students with diverse abilities, what we do know, if we don't provide direct instruction in self-determination skills, that they won't acquire those skills. Mm -hmm. And those skills are, the self-determination skills, are some of the most critical predictors of post-secondary inclusion and and success. And without those self-determination skills, we tend to see students um, not employed, not attending uh, college and tending to live outside of the mainstream and in our segregated services, um, adult services. Okay. So so just to kind of go back to the typical high school teacher or resource teacher, I could access CBI through your website. And then from there, um, you offer a variety of opportunities or options for kind of that support around um, uh, developing that self-determination through that curriculum. Or are there specific other options that uh, teachers can access CBI consultants for? Sure. Uh, there's a whole range of supports that we're providing to teachers, and that will be also part of what we'll be doing in the in the new year is really you know, trying to identify those specific needs within the district and each individual teacher. But there's uh, a number of the other pilots we're doing are around the social inclusion processes, um, both classroom and individual student, as well as school-wide, um, our positive behavior support. So there's a whole range of right, yeah. evidence-based supports that we're really trying to bring to our school partners and our agency partners through the uh, Training and Technical Assistance Center. So that's really what, where we're transitioning. We're going to continue to do our direct support and our, our consulting, but our real focus in 2020 is to to really provide a broad range of training and technical support on evidence-based inclusive practices. Fantastic. And you're located in the lower mainland. So how far does your reach go? So as far as other districts accessing some of these supports? Uh, well, we're, we're in most regions of the province, um, so north, central, uh, we're on Vancouver Island. So the beauty of the, the online training and technical assistance support is you can really be anywhere in the province. And um, you know, through some of the specific training materials and online coaching and direct support, uh, 
we can really support teachers anywhere in the province. Perfect. Awesome. And then uh, just out of curiosity, do you support parents and caregivers as well? Or is this a education focused kind of programming? Uh, no, that's an excellent question. We, we, in all of our training and consultation, we're working with parents. So our Ministry for Children and Family Development contracts, those are all, um, that's actually working with primarily parents. And of course, as collaborative teams, we're working with our school partners. So our training and technical assistance and direct support is to families, schools, community agencies, employers. Awesome. So we win the whole gamut. Absolutely. All right, Paul. And how about we finish off uh, this session here with maybe a success story? Would you mind sharing one with us? I think Janet will actually be an excellent example here. Okay. Um, we've supported Janet from uh, preschool to her current high school transition, and she's actually transitioned from high school now. So it's a really 20-year <laughs> success wow. story. Yeah. So Janet's story really, uh, I think, highlights our commitment to evidence-based inclusive practices and the difference that these practices make in a life trajectory and overall quality of life. So in preschool, Janet was referred to our MCFD positive behavior support contract for challenging behavior. And uh, there was potential expulsion from her inclusive preschool setting. So Janet had a uh, developmental disability and other complex support needs. So we did a functional behavior assessment and worked collaboratively with uh, Janet's mom and her preschool to design and implement a multi-element positive behavior support plan. And we faded support as the team was implementing the strategies with high fidelity. So. Uh, Janet was successfully included in her preschool and transitioned successfully to her neighborhood school. And the PBS strategies were maintained through her primary and element, elementary years. And challenging behavior was not really an issue. However, she was uh, socially isolated. So she had no friends at school or after school. And uh, so Janet's mom kept in touch with us and she was aware of a social inclusion process that we were piloting in other districts, which we called peer power. So peer power involves uh, school-wide social inclusion practices, classroom-wide friendship labs, and uh, direct peer mediation and support for students requiring this level of support. And Janet was one of those students. So the uh, school team really embraced the process for Janet and all other students. And uh, Janet developed authentic relationships at school, after school, and she began participating in school teams. Awesome. And then in her high school years, Janet's school team uh, piloted the self-determination instruction with her and other students in Planning 10. Oh, neat. So Janet develops her self-directed life plan for an inclusive life after high school. And CBI supported her reach her paid employment goal in high school, working with children. And that was with the support of CBI's customized employment program. So the really cool thing is 
she began working in the same childcare setting where she was first referred for challenging behavior. That's wonderful. Wow. And uh, she has since graduated from high school and and she is working on completing her hospitality coursework at uh, Vancouver Community College. So uh, Janet's on the pathway to an inclusive life. And I think this is a really good example of evidence-based inclusive practices from preschool to high school graduation. Absolutely. Um, Paul, uh, when you first were made aware of Janet, was it the teacher that contacted you or was it uh, Janet's parents or caregivers? So it was first the the teachers, probably both. Okay. But I think the the first concern was from the the preschool teachers to mom, and then mom started looking for where could she get supports. Right. So we did have that Ministry of Children and Family Development positive behavior support contract available to parents. So we came in through that door. And is that free of charge for parents? And is that currently still exist that yep, program charge, yeah oh, yes. fantastic cool so if there if um if there's a parent or a caregiver that's listening to this podcast and and is you know maybe relating to this story or having some other ideas the best way once again to contact yourself and cbi is through the website and then through the contact there is that what you would recommend yeah, that's correct and then we'll be able to help mm-hmm. um parents or teachers sort of navigate through the different systems and whether or not we have a behavior support contract in that region. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, that was awesome. That was uh, very informative, Paul, and uh, really amazing to hear about the supports that are within the communities coming from CBI around that transitioning, uh, but also within the schools around that social inclusion and that self-determination, which is so huge for our students uh, of all of all needs. Um, and uh, so it's re- it was really great to kind of have this opportunity to, to chat with you. And I really appreciate you taking the time, Paul, to, uh, to share all of these these really neat pilots and programs that you have and um, over there at uh, CBI Consultants. So thank you so much. It's been my pleasure, Stacey. 